Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we are at last back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington, here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. His ass, if we're lucky. And we've got the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hey, guys. Man, what a what a night we got. It's a special Tuesday edition of Game That Tune. Game That Tuesday in the house once again episode 254 of game that tune and man we want to thank you guys for watching live with us and let's uh just get it right out of the way man what we do around here is we're going to listen to some video game tunes we've each got three songs from a game we're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs a little bit of trivia we're going to goof off and have a ton of fun the winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes and our winner from last week is not here the winner was our fantastic guest, Mustin, from the uh, the band The One-Ups. And what a guest he was, man. What a just absolute sport. But Johnny, I believe, did technically get the win last week. So he can tell us the theme for this week's episode. Yeah, this week we're uh, talking about games with balloons. Yes. Mustin, very quick on his feet with a nonsensical theme. He's a, he's a very good Game That Tune player. He left us games with balloons. Uh... It could be some sort of airship, uh, you know, dirigible type situation. It could just be a, you know, a little balloon on a string. Could it be a uh, a balloon of text? I don't know. Did anybody dare do that? Go that route? I wish I did. Now think about it. No. <clears throat> okay. I would, good. I would like to point out that uh, balloons uh, kill sea turtles and shit. And yes. Okay. Really fucked up. Like we just, should get that right out in front. Jesse has been long outspoken uh, against balloons, and you know we are not a uh, in reality a pro balloon like in celebration kind of show. You know, I'm a I'm a paper lantern guy myself, and uh, yeah, balloons uh, balloons can fuck right up. Because like for one, like helium is very fucking scarce, and we're just like the sending in the balloons like we could be using that for other stuff that's mm-hmm. probably way more important and then yep. again they just kill fucking sea life and it's stupid like oh i need 50 balloons to celebrate and kill some turtles you know that's fucked up yeah yeah it's it is it's uh it's an ongoing problem and it's one that we don't take lightly that said we're going to take the rest of the show very lightly yeah uh, lighter Big- than a Big, Lighter than a balloon di- full of helium, Jesse. <laughs> big old dick-shaped balloon. <laughs> Here it comes. We're blowing it up, man. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great show. We got five fantastic games. We got a fantastic fan request. And uh, Johnny, I don't I don't think we can uh, stretch this thing out any longer and keep you sweating like this. I think you've got to you got to start us up for game one. Game one.
All right, guys. I can tell you're feeling good about this one. So uh, I got a you know a little trivia question as a trivia hint for you guys on this. Which system mechanic is used to inflate balloons in this game? So who's feeling great? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling I'm I'm interested to see how this plays out. I am too, David. Very interested, because you seem very confident after one song. And let's see. Uh Johnny has written Balloon Party, uh sadly incorrect. Jesse has uh you know a more possible answer, uh Mario Party Star Rush, sadly incorrect, and David says Mario Kart Super Circuit, and I could see why maybe he was thinking that after that first song. It sounded very Mario Kart, now didn't it, David? It did. I yeah, believe well, it is from the Mario Kart series. It, it definitely was. Definitely was. It was a special song attached to a special item, a little uh, little cart shaped like Peach that you could use to play with your Nintendog. This is Nintendog's Labrador and Friends. Wow. Ooh, man. You guys gotta get things wrong more often if that's the sound that's gonna play. That sounded fucking great. Is that the new uh, reverse hat trick sound? It is now. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Real what good. that was. Johnny, oh. did a sound just play without you knowing why? <laughs> it's labeled our wrong jingle, but I don't know what that was. <laughs> cool. Okay, well, keep it, man. It's you know, it's less confusing than the uh, fucking Adams Family song. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's true because that was Peach Beach, which wasn't in Super Circuit. That was on. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other songs were just from Nintendogs. Uh, they sounded a little upbeat, possibly some racetrack songs. But that trivia, David, that's what really should have thrown you off. 
It did, be, and I was expecting you to get game over because that's how you inflated balloons in Mario Kart DS, that's which right. we've used already. Yep, but no, it's uh, not only you know, Mario Kart DS that makes you blow into the microphone to inflate your balloons. Also, Nintendogs. You get the little balloon item to play with your adorable little dogs, and you gotta blow in that fucking DS microphone to blow it up. Uh, yeah, that's really the only thing I want to talk about. David, how do you feel about blowing into the DS microphone or any microphone on any Nintendo system as a game mechanic? Um, I... I really didn't like it on the original DS because the microphone was, like, down on the bottom right corner. Mm-hmm. When they changed the microphone to be, like, in between the two screens, like, that made more sense and was easier. Um, But in terms of using it as a general mechanic, I like it for the first two to three times I have to do it. And then I'm pretty much over it. Like, oh, that's really cool and cute. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, it was a novel concept. uh, Probably the first time I did it in Mario Kart DS. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is a pain in the ass. I don't want to do this if I'm playing like battle mode with people. You know, I look really silly doing this. Yeah, especially in public. Like, Especially like, in public. Yeah, like, like, uh, it's hard to imagine riding a bus and like blowing your Nintendo, right? Like, right. really, it's just not a good look. Well, no. also, it became very difficult because they used the microphone in other games, obviously. And I believe it was in either Phantom Hourglass or Spirit Tracks, where like you would yell into the microphone to injure enemies that had like giant ears and everything. And I pretty much could not play that on the train because just riding the train made enough background noise that it was ah. just constantly going. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a stupid mechanic, and I always found it tedious and very Nintendo. And, you know, like, I, I applaud them for doing something silly and innovative, but at the same time, like, no, I don't like it. It's uh, it's pretty silly. Much like Nintendogs. Uh, I don't like it, and it's pretty silly. Um I mean, in all actuality, I, I definitely uh, put a small amount of time into this before coming to the realization that I was simply too old for this shit. <laughs> like, uh, David or Jesse, did you guys play much of uh, Nintendogs? I played it for a little bit before realizing I am definitely a cat person. Oh, uh, okay. So did you then later on pick up Nintendogs plus cats? No, I was saying that in reference to what you were saying. I never played Nintendogs. Oh, okay, shit. I thought maybe, you know, you waited for the 3DS version and got the cats, man. Because that's what everybody wants, is a fake cat on your Nintendo 3DS. Like, why not just get a cat? Like, instead of Nintendogs plus cats, just get... Well, because in reality, the Nintendog is much less work than an actual dog. But, like, I I would say that a cat is about the same, maybe even less work than a Nintendo DS-based cat. Probably less work. Yeah, I think less. You don't have to open up the thing and check on it. You know, you you just kind of put some food down for it, and then if it wants to hang out with you, it hangs out with you. It's uh, pretty pretty easy going. It's a very passive pet. But uh, You say that. I was late tonight because I had to go clean up cat vomit. (laughs) Every now and then things come up. (laughs) Literally. It's not like every hour, you know? Yeah. Could you could you imagine if you like opened up your Nintendo DS and there was just like a wadded up furball sitting right there, like, oh fuck. 
I mean, oh. was that not part of Nintendogs plus cats? I would I would wager that was like a big thing in it. Like if you you know, it's like the cockroaches at Animal Crossing. If you walk away from that fake cat for a couple of days, you come back and it's just covered in its own sick. Like, That's right. It was it was on the 3ds. So you suddenly had augmented reality cat vomit on your 3ds. Oh God, yeah. The, I would love 3D that. piling. Ugh. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you, John? <laughs> I would. I don't want augmented reality on the 3ds. I want the 3ds to come with a little like built-in 3D printer and to produce cat vomit on demand, <laughs> or not so much 3D printer as it is like a matter replicator. Because I don't want it to be a 3D print of cat vomit. I want it to be actual cat vomit. You want a, a 3ds that actually vomits on your floor like a cat? Yes. That's the that's the only kind of like replicating it can do though. Like it can't make food or fun stuff. Just cat no, puke. It, it only just... it only barfs. <laughs> I like the idea of we have created a device that constructs matter. We have solved world hunger. Yeah, that's great. Can you put it on this small gaming device so that I can make cat vomit? Right. Yeah. Not anything somebody wants. Only just, it, it, let me just only rename makes this your file. DS only makes your DS puke if you leave it alone for too long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it starts idea, like John. coming out the sides, and you have to open it, and then squirt. See, out. now that's the real question about the 3DS puke generator. Is it like an appendage to it? Like, you know, is it like the boat that you set the thing in for the extra joystick, or yeah, does it literally just like come out in the middle of the 3DS and start just oozing out of the middle of it? Like, yeah. it's I like, like it. a Game Boy printer. It just hooks onto it and then vomits onto it. Yes. See, what I like Perfect. about that is that it's an accessory that's sold separately that somebody has to decide to go out and buy. Like, yes, <laughs> oh, yeah. I would like to buy the cat vomit attachment, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely not packed in with Nintendogs plus cats. Like, it would definitely be its own thing. Oh, we're yeah. sold out. You're going to have to put your name on a list. <laughs> $80. I'd like to pre-order the cat vomit device, please. <laughs> <laughs> See, the only thing that makes me really, really upset about this is it makes me realize that in order to complete my collection, I am going to have to get the Cat Vomit Amiibo. Ooh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a real rare Amiibo, man. It's not highly in demand. There's like two um, versions, too. Yeah. There's so like the one that looks like just fresh-eaten cat food, and then the one that's just like this runny, just nasty. It's mucus and hair. It's the only yeah. Amiibo with scent. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like the beige cat vomit amiibo or the slightly orange cat vomit amiibo? Mm -hmm. Two of each. Yeah. That way <laughs> to I can answer your question, one. yes, I would. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jesse, did you ever play Nintendogs? Uh, yeah, I had a pug. and um, Yeah, I had a lab. It was, it was kind of fun. And then right. I was like, man, I want a real dog. <laughs> and the novelty wore off pretty quick. And, you know, again, this came out fucking 2005. So I was, you know, 20. And realized pretty quickly, like Johnny, you gotta, you gotta reprioritize, man. <laughs> like, your girlfriend's not gonna respect you if she sees you playing this. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta put down the fake dog and go get the real pussy. Oh, yes, game two. <laughs> I can't even get through saying that sentence without feeling gross. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean it's fun for what it is. Uh, you know, it's my, definitely for kids. My and, problem was if. If I like went like two days without playing, I would feel immensely guilty, and then so just not guilty. play, and yeah. then just not play it, and then that dog is probably dead, and mm -hmm. that's fucked up. Yep. You see, because my real dog can come out of its DS and <laughs> like scratch my leg and say, yeah. "Hey, you know, feed me," and I took a shit on the floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, you know the Nintendo, it's it, it gets lost under laundry pretty easily. <laughs> like. 
Um, it's really weird that your real dog can actually say those things yeah. because why would he scratch your leg? He could just shout from across the room like, hey, Goober, I shit in the corner. Yeah, I mean, yeah, th there's a number of tells with these dogs. And, you know, I, I like you keyed in on that and not the fact that he came out of a, a DS. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. like Jake the dog from Adventure Time. Exactly. John, where did you get this dog? <laughs> and he sounds uh, like John DiMaggio. I don't yeah. understand it. Bootleg electronics sale out of the Gainesville Fairgrounds, John. Why do you ask? Um... <laughs> But yeah, it's a, it's a cute game, man. Interacting with those pups, pretty cute. You know, giving them baths and scratching them with the little touch screen and, you know, blowing up balloons and tossing them. And then you can, you can find little Mario Karts and drive them. And if you hit the dogs with the Mario Kart, you lose points. Uh, you are, like, branded a bad person. And the dogs will fear the cart forever if you, uh, if you hit them with the cart toys. So How, uh, yeah. how did you find that out, John? Uh, you know... Uh, trial and error, man. <laughs> I definitely didn't uh, end up with a bunch of scared, angry dogs that I had to delete and then start new oh games. Oh my god, it's that, <laughs> yeah. that sounds so fucked up. Yeah, dude. It was, it was a had a real mess on my hands. You know, that chihu uh, the you know Labrador. It lost a couple of friends along the way. Um, but uh, no, I mean the games are cute. <laughs> I, I feel like they they should bring this back because it was. I mean, this was. Across like all uh, forums, Nintendogs was the second most popular game on the DS. Like this, uh, the series was big for a second there. I don't know why it went away. Uh, I think that in you know in a lot of cases it has to do with the character assassination of making the Nintendog an assist trophy in Smash Brothers. Because ever since that happened, I fucking hate these dogs. Like you know that dog I, when I see it pop out of that little assist trophy I'm like oh man like, you know, why the fuck am I even playing this game the Nintendog not only makes me not want to play Nintendogs it makes me question why I'm even playing Super Smash Brothers quite frankly it's uh, it's you know just that bad of an assist trophy but it's so stinking cute but it's terrible so uh, yeah I don't know um, they should bring it back and patch it out of Smash Brothers. <laughs> uh, that's that's my take on Nintendogs. Yeah, the kids that these days they're too used to hanging out on an island, talking to their animal friends. They need animal friends that they can pet and bathe and neglect and do all the things to. Like you know, Nintendogs on Switch. It's uh, it's too damn good of an idea. But I um, I don't know. I'm not in charge of these things. Seriously. Well, yeah. Now that I say it, why? Well, yeah. Why isn't Nintendogs on Switch? Make it. Yeah, make downloadable dog content. People would eat that shit up. John, but, are you eat that dog shit? <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh man. You know, that's one of the mini games. You got to eat a bunch of dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Game two. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. <laughs>
Uh oh. John? <laughs> All right. Let me get his headphones on. Oh, you weren't waiting for me, were you? I was, but only for like five seconds. <laughs> so, um, one of the mini games in this game involves um, the player attempting to shoot balloons that are flying away while avoiding hitting the dog from Duck Hunt. Everybody, let's uh, see some answers. So let's see. Everybody wrote Barker Bill's trick shooting, and everybody's correct. Um. No, wait, shit. That's not right. Wait. Yeah, now we're fucking with gas. <laughs> <laughs> So this is Barker Wait, Bill's trick shooting for the NES, a light gun, or I should say NES zapper shooting game, uh, released in 1990 based on the 1950s series Barker Bill's Cartoon Show. I thought you were saying it was a, a, a game with like some light gun in it, like light gun play in this game. Yeah, they just use it like a couple times. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it's, it's comedic and fun. <laughs> Because you can't shoot the dog, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that makes it fun. Well, so yes. wait a minute, seriously, Johnny, let's just jump right to it. Can you shoot the dog from Duck Hunt? Yes. Whoa. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Fuck yes. I don't understand wow. why that wasn't like, why is it just, uh, the, just rename this box. game <laughs> to like, shoot the dog from Duck Hunt? Like, just. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, it should have been like, you know, on the box, like after five years, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Revenge. Yeah, because mm. I, I was should have packed this in with every NES after that. <laughs> I was watching this game, and like at one point, the dog appeared and did the little laugh, laugh, and I was like, "Oh my god, wait, is that the dog? Is that mm -hmm. him?" Yeah, I looked it up, and like, yes, that is the dog from Duck oh, Hunt. It is. And you are not supposed to shoot him, but uh, not you're supposed not supposed to, to do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, to that dog. David knows. Oh my god. Wait, what? Is this like a red rocket situation? 
<laughs> what? Johnny, Johnny, you have to get us out of that. So, did somebody turn over two pages at once? How did we go from David's played duck hunt to David jerks off dogs? Like, wait, what? <laughs> All right. I mean, so, if you listen to our show, it's pretty. Name that tune, skills, baby. <laughs> David, pro tip, you should never let the phrase David jerks off dogs come out of your own mouth. Like, that's, mm-hmm. uh, we got, we got an August absurdity coming up, David. I have to make a free play. New shirt. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so in the font of Barker Bill's trick shooting. Yes. So, did anybody here watch Barker Bill's cartoon show in the fifties? Oh yeah, uh, that was my favorite show back in nineteen fifty three. Oh great! Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Duty and Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, I'm impressed that David actually knew the year off the top of his head. Makes you think maybe David actually did watch it. Oh, there's no question he watched it. David, I mean, did did I not tell you that it was my favorite thing to watch in 1953? Yeah. Yeah. So, so first question, David, is: Are you immortal? And second, do you still know? <laughs> it's the key. Yeah. It's the key to his immortality, Jesse. Um, answer to the second question is a much more emphatic no. God, can you imagine oh. that you get No, John, <laughs> let's the, not do this. If the secret to immortality oh. was you have to jerk off a dog, like, would it be worth it? I don't yeah. know if I could do uh, it. Did I literally not just say, let's not go down this road? Too late, buddy. That's what you get, David, for living since the 50s. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's jerking dogs. <laughs> so this game's actually got pretty... Um, a- some pretty interesting little shooting games in it. Um, so balloon saloon, which is the the one the balloon part of the game. Each balloon is just a flat hundred points. That's it. But the others, the points increase as you let items like get closer to the edge of the screen. Right? Like there's a flying sausage game where they toss the saucer in the air, and the closer it gets to the ground, the more points it is. So there's edging involved. Yes. Wait a minute. Flying saucers. You're shooting flying saucers, but they're. It's well, it's China. It's not space ships. Right. It's plates, not not UFOs. <laughs> They're like Boo. legit. <laughs> Boo, Barker Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's same thing with uh, there's a game called Windows Panes where things are just falling through like a building and there's windows, but some of them have glass and you can't shoot through the glass, which I find odd because I feel like you can shoot through glass usually. Um, well, yeah, but I mean you're trying not to damage the windows, John. Were you not a, ever a child? <laughs> I was never a child with a gun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, I yeah, thought you lived in Florida. Florida. Yeah, what? Johnny, hold on. <laughs> that just simply raises further questions. Your story is unraveling. Yeah. Hmm. I suspect that you may have just been born an adult. I don't yeah. You know, I don't like it, John. I don't understand how you could have done it. I mean, in my childhood watching Barker Bill's cartoons, I totally had a gun. And would shoot out windows. <laughs> yeah, boys being boys. Exactly, man. You know that was pretty much what Barker Bill said at the beginning and end of every game. The boys being boys. Boys will be boys. Shoot those saucers. <laughs> <laughs> is that really how that show went? I hope it is. Now try not to shoot the windows, boys. Your daddy worked too hard to replace all that glass. <laughs> Mr. Gates is gonna be awfully mad at you. See, that was my next follow-up. Like, you know, oh, you tell me it's a window shooting game, and I can't. You know, shoot Bill Gates? Come on. Like You gotta shoot no. nine to five of them winders. <laughs> I like the accent that we've settled on for Barker Bill. <laughs> I don't know why he talks like this. <laughs> oh, man. He should, though. He, he definitely should be a weird old southern carny. 
And yeah, basically this game you can shoot everything. You can shoot Barker Bill, you can shoot his assistant Trixie. <laughs> oh my Whoa, God. okay now you know, way up. to bury the lead. <laughs> so it's a murder simulator. <laughs> right. Which was popular at the time. Yeah, back yeah, so in... Nintendo was way way out in front of like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh yeah, Nintendo Nintendo R and D one decided, hey, you know what? We yeah. should we should have games with real murder in them. Yeah. Trixie takes your money from Barker Bill, you shoot her and take the money back. <laughs> it's like hostile. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> so is there Game any penalty three. for shooting the no penalty for shooting Barker Bill. It's his show, and you can shoot him. You take over the show. There's, there's yeah. a penalty. I forget exactly what it is, but you are supposed to avoid shooting him while you're playing you the get, Flying Saucers game. You get Captain Captain in into the game and have to become the new Barker Bill. Oh, it's like a, it's, it's, it's like, like a horror movie curse. If you kill Barker Bill, you must become Barker Bill. Mm -hmm, it's like the Santa Claus. Oh man. Don't do it, kids. Don't shoot that fucking carnival barker. <laughs> oh, no, no, wait, shit. Why does he have a French accent? Sorry, I was trying to do the Tim Allen. <laughs> but it turned into <laughs> the <laughs> Charles. <laughs> you should not be shooting the glass window. <laughs> don't you have the Tim Allen sound effect? Not queued up right now, because I'm on the not laptop. Not anymore, I don't. <laughs> Why do you think my oh, soundboard's been all messed up, man? Like, I'm... I am... This whole alternate streaming setup is getting weird, John. Woo. Getting weird. Yeah, I missed a few checks, check boxes here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. That's the, I better do the Tim Allen grunt. Ha ha ha! It is true time! <laughs> we need more powers! <laughs> oh, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> That's Al's line. That's your best French Al. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Fair enough, John. Yeah. You're, you're the voice master on the show. You uh, you said voice it. We oui, we. Oui. <laughs> Game three. <laughs>
All right, guys. Um, so this is our fan request for the evening. <laughs> um, and this <clears throat> was the first game in the series to have multiple save slots. <laughs> Who's uh got some answers? So let's see here. Everyone wrote Mario Party 3 and everyone is correct. That's not right. I actually swapped the two and three correct uh, sounds on my keys here, which is throwing me way off. It's okay, man. It's all right. <laughs> So yes, this is our fan request from Unsaddled Zebra, one of our Patreon, um, I forget which tier it is, the list you get priority requests, but he's got that. Uh, he requested Mario Party 3 in our Discord, and I picked it. So this is Mario Party 3 for the Nintendo 64. Also, mm -hmm. fun fact, this is the last Nintendo-published game for the Nintendo 64. Oh yeah? Yeah. For a second, I thought oh. you were going to say this is the last Mario Party on the Nintendo 64. I was like, that's it's not also really the, that surprising. It's yeah. also that. And guess what, guys? Yeah. But I mean, I, I think it is also, it's like the last Mario game on the Nintendo 64. So, yeah. I, I, I didn't realize it was also the last Nintendo, like literal Nintendo game on the Nintendo 64. I'm surprised to know that. Yeah. When uh, did it yeah. come out? Yeah. Came out in May of 2001, May 7th, 2001, Ooh. David. We discussed this nary two months ago on Game That Tune Gems. Patreon.com oh, slash yes, Game That Tune. True. I was um, just trying to get a plug in. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, keep working it in there, David. It's bound to fit. Um, but, uh, mm -hmm. 
it's uh man it's the mario party which as we discussed nary two months ago on uh gtt gems that we definitely all played and have such fond memories of i was pretty stoked about wild luigi until i found out you couldn't play him in story mode so like like what's the point like like you can only use them in mini games but hmm. then again, I guess you can only use... I mean, you only play Mario for the mini-games. Mario Party for I was gonna the mini-games. I was going to say, what is the point of story mode in Mario Party? <laughs> so you get like, that deep, deep lore of the Mario Party uh, world, John. You gotta very know. important. Yeah. Although this is... Because I'm looking at it now. Um, I believe this is one of the last games that had Daisy in her old appearance with like the tan skin and the long hair. Because I feel like in the GameCube era, that's when they changed it to give her the super pale skin and the short hair. Sure. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. I don't know enough about... I, I, I honestly don't know what Daisy looks like off the top of my head like, at yeah, all. Yeah, David, I'm going to be honest. I, I literally never noticed that they lightened up Daisy until you just said that. Uh, yeah, like originally she had tan skin and like super long hair. She was she was really a palette swap for Peach. And then yeah. at some point they're just like, nope, we need to change her. And they made her pale as shit and chopped all her hair off. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, you know, these are the, no, these these are the deep story connections that we were missing by not being able to play Daisy and Waluigi in Mario Party 3 story mode. That's right. You should have got the DLC. On the N64. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Huh. It came in an expansion pack. It's crazy. It's, it's part of the uh, the disk drive. Okay, now, David, in fairness, it does seem that Daisy actually was made tan specifically on the Nintendo 64. I'm looking at, like, the gallery of Daisy artwork dating back to Super Mario Land, and she was pretty goddamn white back then. Uh, well, I mean, like, so, obviously on the Game Boy, yeah. Well, yeah, but, like, even in, the in like, the key artwork, but, like... Oh. Yeah, they, they, they definitely gave her, like, a, you know, because, I mean, I don't remember the geography of Sarasa Land, obviously, from Super Mario Land. But, yeah, it makes sense that, you know, she's an exotic princess. Maybe she has slightly more tan skin. Sure. Uh, but they seem, that seemed to be a Nintendo 64 feature more than anything. They just kind of went back to fucking plain white after that. Well observed, though, David. I literally never thought about that. Um, which is how I feel about Mario Party 3. Um, <laughs> like, I feel like we played it at some point but all of us were such mario party 2 guys i feel like we've just moved on by now yeah and like I, 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 don't I don't i don't remember anything about mario party 3 i only remember mario no. party 2 yeah and, and I, I, remember, mean, I mean i remember mario party 1 because it destroyed so many controllers because you know mario party so yeah mario party 1 had those mini games ready to like spin the joystick in the 360 degree motion a bunch and, and right. shit like that i'm glad that nintendo learned the lesson after that and, you know uh didn't do that again. Um, that's why Mario Party 2 is the best. <laughs> Very few of those games. I, um, I feel like they already knew what they were doing. I think that was just a ploy to sell a few more controllers, you know? And they took the backlash, but they sold those sold those extra controllers, you know? Mm. And then said, like, okay, well, we don't want to take that PR hit again, so they didn't do it again. Sure. So say it's but, like they took that backlash. They also settled a class action lawsuit. That probably deterred them from doing it again. Yeah, that kind of backlash. No, 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 man. You should check out my website, MarioPartyTruth.org, where we get deep say, into Johnny, you know, the real story. Yeah, what a weird conspiracy theory you have. Like, <laughs> there's no faith in Nintendo, huh? <laughs> um, I have no faith in the the secret cabal of uh, 
of space people that run Nintendo. That's you have that's no the real faith truth. in capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah, but yeah, as we uh, as we discussed in the Gems episode, this one just feels like it's lacking a little bit of creativity. Like maybe the series was losing its spark. Uh, you know, do you remember the names of the boards in this one? I think Waluigi has a board. I think it's just called like yeah. Waluigi's board. Waluigi's Island, which you know, again, just like not an island I want to spend any amount of time on. Um, but besides that, you have the Chili Waters. It's an ice and a water board, guys. Think about it. Uh, and then you got the Deep Bloober Sea. It's just a sea. And you got the Spiny Desert. It's a desert with some spinies. And then the most creatively named board, the Woods, Woody Woods. Packer. No. Just woody woods. You know, these woods, they're so woody. Woody Technic Allen woods. Aren't oh, no. I mean, oh, technically God. all no. woods are woody, aren't That's they? the worst. That's why it's a bad name, John. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a James Woods, is it? Oh, thank no. Thank, thank Christ, it's not that. Yeah. Now, if it was, you know, Tiger's Woods, mm. like, if they really wanted to hit on that synergy... This would have been a good time for you know the Tiger Woods to join the Mario Party cast and uh, have a golf-themed jungle course. <laughs> or Xavier Woods. It. Yeah, he was you know huge in 2001. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, young young uh, Xavier Woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo bet big on him way before he yeah. hit. <laughs> and then you have Creepy Cavern and, yes, Waluigi's Island. Again, no, we're not spending any time on Waluigi's Island. It, yeah. No, horrifying place. Um, lives destroyed on Waluigi's Island. Seriously, how do you go from Bowser's board to Waluigi's Island? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I just have a general distaste for Waluigi. That's just me. Well, I, especially back then, like, Wa like Waluigi, I feel like is a little more developed now. But back then, it was like, whose island is this? Why am I going? What's going to happen? Yeah, actually, like, that's there true. Were a yeah, lot of questions. He was literally only Wario's tennis partner at that point. It's like, wait, 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 why the fuck are we going to this guy's island? What are we gonna, you know, play some tennis with this sick freak? Yeah. No. Yeah. How do you even get the island? Because like, yeah. Wario, like, who did he steal it from? Because Wario had a castle when he stole it from Mario in Mario Land Two. Like, where do Waluigi? War whose island did he steal? Wario's island makes perfect sense. He's like megalom he's a megalomaniac. He loves to fucking hunt treasure and steal shit. So yeah, him having like a gold island, you know, covered in a bunch of wild shit makes sense. Waluigi having his own island doesn't make any sense because he's no one. Yeah, I keep he's telling you we should have played Mario Party 3 story mode. All of these <laughs> questions would have been answered. Uh <laughs> They are, aren't they? Son of a bitch. Do you think he's like a trust fund kid, maybe? That's probably what it is. He just, you know, sailing around on daddy's money and, you know, maybe hooked up at uh, some, like, tennis camp and met Waluigi. And Waluigi yeah. was already rich with his video game company and everything. And Waluigi, so just... you know, Waluigi's Island is just like the Hamptons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what the hell? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. <sighs> Trust fund baby with yeah. a fucked up lightning strike mustache. You get typical. You get to Waluigi's Island. It's just like nothing but yacht rock playing everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. We've un we've cracked it. Waluigi's full name is Waluigi Hilton. Yep, that's him. Wah! The Wolf of Wah Street. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> episode title. Wah.
anyway, Mario Party 3, I assume, is a very fun game, and I can't wait to actually consider putting some more money into the Mario Party franchise when they do that re-release coming up for the Switch with, like, the updated uh, stuff. You know, the best of or whatever. The, the but, only thing that I'm hoping for is they showed, like, oh, it's classic boards from the N64, and they showed Spaceland from Mario Party 2. They better have Western Land, because if that I Cowboys, have an baby. HP yeah. Hootenanny, mm-hmm. I'm out. That, yeah, no, if, uh, if they confirm Western Land, it's a, it's a buy. We're doing it. Yeah, we're going to stream it every single night, all of us. We're all going to jump online and just play the same Mario Party board every single night. That's how, that's how you get that follows, would be fellas. A stream. That would I be mean, a fun so, stream. You fucking dope. Like, do you know, just uh, our fucking Hootenanny stream. Got a standing appointment for, you know, like a one hour, you know, 10 round game of Mario Party. God, I'd watch it. I'd watch 365 days of Hootenannies. Fuck yeah. Like okay. every day for a year. Mario Party 2, you know, Westerland Hootenanny. Guys, we could make it. Johnny, <laughs> get a switch. Everybody else, get ready. Because, uh, you know, yeah, that it's going to be a Hootenanny. The, anyway, that's nothing to do with Mario Party 3. Uh, you know, I don't know if there is a Hootenanny equivalent in Mario Party 3. You know, what do you go have a fucking party in the woody woods? Like, it's just, it's just not the same, man. Hootenwoody? Uh, right, you know. Uh, gonna have a party in the fucking desert? Burning Man? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it gets weird. Yeah, it has. <laughs> gonna have Mar- a party, party in the deep blue sea. They would all drown, fellas. Let's you know, really think about it. You, you just can't have a Hootenanny without Western Land. So that's why Mario Party 3 fell apart. Lack of Hootenannyable boards. <laughs> Game 4.
So the main character of this game uh, makes an appearance in Super Princess Peach as an enemy, and their bio in Super Princess Peach confirms this, stating, He is a star-shaped foe rumored to be the prince of a distant kingdom. gentlemen hmm. who's got those answers so um johnny crossed out balloon party and drew a penis sadly incorrect jesse says starfy and john harrington says the legendary starfy 
both of them are correct. Um, but John is in a more correct way. Am I? This Am I, David? The legendary Starfy. Hmm. What a legend, this hmm. Starfy. You know, Starfy is kind of legendary. We just don't know about it because there's like five or six games in the Starfy series and they only gave one of us to the West. Yes. Yeah, uh, why would you release only the last game in a series uh, to like to America? Like, why bother at that point? I don't quite understand that. And it's we it's a shame because they're fun games or it was a fun game. Um, I have not played the original Game Boy Advance Japanese games, mm. um, but the Legendary Starfy on DS was a lot of fun. And there's nothing particularly Japanese about it. Like, oh, there's not. Well, I mean that in the sense of there's nothing like culturally that America just wouldn't understand. You know, it's not like when they localize the Phoenix Wright games and he's like, oh, I'm going to go get a hamburger. And he very clearly walks up to like a sushi stand. Mm. Okay, I was going to say, because yeah, I think the only things that Americans wouldn't understand is how this adorable little fucking thing is worthy of like having a video game series. You know, we're a, we're a weird, fickle, masculine culture over here. So... You know, when Starfy first showed up in America, popping out of those Smash Brothers assist trophies, it's like, whoa, whoa, hold on. What the fuck is that thing doing here? Like, that guy's what, what, way too happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Was that an adorable jingle and now he's spinning? Who is this creature? We all just arched an eyebrow and tried to knock it out ourselves. Um, Send one of no, those angry sword boys after it. I mean, that's the thing. Same reason, like, you know, Kirby games, we accept them. But we don't accept that he's happy. I do. Like, you know, you, you look at Kirby on the cover of those games, you got to anger up those eyes a little bit. Starfy, they put him over here and he's just a joyous little starfish. Like, nah. Dead. Got questions. Yeah. It's uh, it's weird. Nothing, you know, nobody can be the hero of a game if they're happy. Why is that starfish happy? <laughs> exactly. And no questions regarding the existence of a starfish with a face. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm I'm upset that it's happy, America. <laughs> you, you you remind me of that robot that was trying to travel around the world, and he got to Philadelphia yeah. to see to just get beat up. I know you're, you're talking you're about Philadelphia right now, John. It's <laughs> Starfy. You're the entire mm -hmm. city of Philadelphia, just not understanding something and hating it. <laughs> yeah, just picture that like you know like a Kmart display where they like unveil like the legendary Starfy for the first time, and a bunch of people in Philadelphia are like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and they just trash the whole place, <laughs> like, just just on principle. Like, you know, not only do I not want that, I'm tearing this motherfucker <laughs> apart. Like, you know, no, we do not accept. Look the at old, the Starfy riots of '98. <laughs> the legendary Starfy riots. <laughs> Everybody was spinning out of control. God damn that happy starfish! <laughs> you know, guys, this is actually kind of fun. No, shut up! Keep rioting. What did you say? <laughs> String him up. <laughs> That's such a great Billy accent. Which one of these is his neck? <laughs> He's a starfish. Yeah, I don't know. Just start stepping on it. <laughs> So anyway, David, uh, it's a happy little starfish, and you apparently don't think there's anything culturally inappropriate about that for America. 
<laughs> no, it's it's a fun game. It's it's interesting to me at least because it's the most Kirby game not made by the Kirby team. Like mm. it's very very similar to Kirby. You've got a cute happy little character. It's an easy platformer. You can gain costumes that give you different abilities so you kind of like wear a dragon that breathes fire and you wear a fish that kind of like its tail turns into a giant sword that you can stab things with. Um, We're getting more American. Yeah. Um, And the reason that I I brought it up on tonight's show is because it's an underwater platformer. Like you swim basically everywhere, but there are some levels where you hop out and have to like walk around on the land. And the enemies that are there, instead of being birds or like flying fish or little airplane type things, like they literally just take the enemies from underwater, attach balloons to them, and then just like let them float in the sky. It's pretty adorable. That is adorable. Um, Damn, David. You got us. You got me on board. Because, yeah, this was 2009. This was like right around the time of like up you know americans were rated to accept hilarious floating balloon things and uh yeah starfy came along to remind everybody you know yeah remember that movie up you know all the sad parts forget about it here's a starfish and here's a bunch of balloons everybody be happy i really thought you're gonna say that americans are ready to accept like 10 minutes of straight crying (laughs) like (laughs) because that's That's what up was for me yeah i mean that you know i (laughs) I, I watched that the, movie as well. I watched the first 10 minutes. I sobbed the whole time. I turned off the movie after that. <laughs> so yeah. I did not see the so, rest of the movie. Yeah, David, in the opening uh, cinematic of Starfy, what horrifying sadness does Starfy experience to really set the table for the game? So, um, interestingly, the the story of the game involves um, Starfy is hanging out with his friends um, and a rabbit in a spaceship in a space suit, like crash lands and is amnesiac. So Starfy teams up with this space rabbit to collect crystals that will restore his memory. So nothing super tragic. Right. I was going to say, so like crash into one of his friends or something. Yeah, or like, you know, when you get the memory back, does it remember that it had a miscarriage or something? Yeah, David, have you ever ever met there to kill Starfy? Dave, yeah. ha- have you ever met anybody with amnesia? It's incredibly tragic. Like, there's nothing worse than people that lose their memories. It's not the fun cartoon thing at all. <laughs> I know, like, dementia like that uh, really uh, is one of my biggest fears. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I didn't think we were going here on Starfy. <laughs> you know, I thought of all the games, I did not think Starfy would bring us to fear of dementia a sobering discussion of our fears of dementia like like alzheimer's just is so scary i just can't imagine Mm. i I worry sometimes i hope if i get alzheimer's i end up like starfy just twirling and having fun like yeah it doesn't matter that i don't know who i am anymore because look at him he's happy man he's cool yeah he pooped himself we better clean him up God, no, I you don't want, have to because he's see... a starfish. He just pooped uh, himself in the ocean. He's fine. I want to see nothing that's, more. That's what I'll tell him. <laughs> I want to see nothing more than John Rabbit dancing while I pooped himself like so badly. <laughs> uh, why do you? Why yeah. do you want your friend to have horrible Alzheimer's? Yeah, well, yeah, you want 
You want nothing more than that? <laughs> What's wrong with you? I, want you to, I want you to forget who your family is. I want you to not remember who I am. But I do want you to shit and dance for my mm-hmm. enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, John. I want you to be a burden to your family for the rest of your life. Right, man. You know, Are you kidding? Oh, it's going to be oh my great. God. <laughs> That's the real, want... you know, sad opening of Starfy is somebody saying that to Starfy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want nothing more for you, you know, Dementia Starfish. <laughs> Dementia Starfish. That's my favorite Limp Biscuit album. <laughs> That's the name of my new band. Yeah. Uh, new band name called it. Um, jeez, Johnny, you're <laughs> taking it too far, man. Uh, dick move, John. Dick move. Anyway, uh, so, uh, I don't really have any follow-ups, like any further questions about Starfy. He's pretty, uh, you know, pretty. What you see is what you get here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's. It was a super fun game. It was a little on the easy side. Like I said, it was very Kirby-esque, and. I'm kind of sad that they didn't release any more over here. And I, I don't think they've made any more. And it's a shame. It's a series that should continue. I'm sad that they didn't release any, you know, in a related sadness. I'm sad they haven't made any more games. <laughs> Maybe they forgot. Yeah. <laughs> the legend. It's uh, lost to time. Ah, oh, man. Um, yeah, man. It's time to bring him back, man. Let's, uh, Get Starfy some, I don't know, some experimental stem cell therapy and just uh, see if we can get our boy back, man. I want, you know, I want the return of uh, Return of the Legend. Yeah, I think that's how you start the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Eight, five. Not how the even fuck the... do you get apes from starfish? Not even the Planet of the Starfies? <laughs> no, that's what, that's what happens in the new uh, Planet of the Apes series. Like, they, the starfish? Uh, no, uh, James Franco invents some like Alzheimer's type of like cure, and he saves John Lithgow, but he gives it to Caesar the ape, and Caesar's like, "Hey, I can talk now. This let's go fuck shit up." And then yeah. John Lithgow's uh, memory starts going back to how it was, and it doesn't work on him. But yeah. the apes take over, and uh, yeah, shit like that is exactly how we end up with anti-vaxxers. That fucking plot, like you know, we can't develop Alzheimer's medications because it's going to cause the planet of the apes. You know, we can't do fucking you know this medication because it caused I am legend. You convinced a bunch of idiots in the last fifteen years or so <laughs> that experimental medicine is going to lead to some kind of societal collapse, and this is where we've gotten. We have no Starfy, and fucking <laughs> I- you know we. Can't even get half the country vaxxed. I refuse to get that vaccine because that's how they turn starfish into apes. Yep. Turning the starfish apes gay. I don't know. That that sounds like it would make me more inclined to take the vaccine. <laughs> you know, I would love to be a fucking starfish. That'd be God. dope. I or an ape. Well, Can we please turn, turn, turn way, turning starfish into apes means you're making sea monkeys. Right. Let's go. <laughs> Can we please make the episode title The Gay Starfish Apes? <laughs> Maybe. You know, if we all get vaccinated. That's the name of our new podcast. Yeah. Coming soon, our new conspiracy theory, The Gay Starfish Apes. Yes. Oh, my God. Spotify gave us $100 million, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a fun show and just make up the most 
batshit insane conspiracy theories. Oh my god. Oh god yeah. I got I this really it. good one. There's uh, the earth. It's like flat. It's like shaped like a cereal bowl <laughs> and there's like an ice wall around it that you can go like touch. It's the <laughs> it's the funniest fucking thing, guys. It's all true though. It's yeah. true. Um, and birds uh, are all drones. Yep. And, and whenever yeah. whenever they land on the power lines, that's how they recharge. Yeah, they're like infamous. We landed on the moon, but we had to stage the moon landing because we couldn't show the actual footage because that would reveal the society of aliens living on the moon. Yeah, we yeah. had to sign an NDA. It's true. Yeah, no, yeah the actually, aliens up there made us sign the NDA. <laughs> the, the moon was filmed on a soundstage <laughs> on Mars, guys. Okay, yeah. that's, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Time loop <laughs> caused it. Yeah. They're filming it right now, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. Oh, God. You know, it's going to blow people's oh. minds in the 60s, but we can see right through that shit now. Yeah. It's bad special yeah. effects, fellas. Because yeah. time is acute. That's how it works. The shadows are all inconsistent. It does look better than Scorpion King, at least. Hmm. That's true. Game God, I can't five. wait until we time loop to fix that shit. <laughs>
All right. Um, so the in-game credits of the Western version of this game specify that the inspiration came from the 1819 novel Imperio do Estereo uh, by Car H. Schlich. I think it's, it's yeah, Schlich. That's but uh, but there's no meaningful evidence that this book actually exists. See some answers, guesses, airships. Let's see. Around the world in what? Around the world in eighty days is what uh, David said. That's incorrect. Uh, Dave, Johnny says I'd like to pre-order the cat vomit device. That's incorrect. And uh, Johnny or not John with the closest answer, Misty slits. <laughs> uh, this is uh that's closest? Yeah. A uh, steel empire. <laughs> this is a uh, steel empire or um, sometimes known as Empire of Steel uh, for the Genesis and or Mega Drive. It's a translation thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Um, but this is Steel Empire um also seen on Nick Arcade, um, so that's fun. Uh, this nope. is a side-scrolling shooter in which you play as either a biplane or a zeppelin, and uh, it's very steampunky and like Victorian, and it's really cool. Um, it's definitely a shmup that I feel like is uh, a little on the easier side, so it's definitely way more approachable. And like Good. the the music is all bangers. So. Yeah. 
I mean, I figure it's almost like a rule. Shmups have to have bangers. That's true. It seems to be the way of things. But yeah, uh, I like you know the idea of uh, yeah. thinking about how to make an accessible entry-level shmup. Like, yeah, let's just start with the dirigibles. I mean, like, that's just, you know, have them fly in a Zeppelin. That's like, you know, everybody knows how to fly a Zeppelin. That's your good entry-level vehicle for a, for a shmup. Wait, John, I have no idea how to buy, fly a Zeppelin. What? I, I have never flied a Zeppelin once he in my left. entire <laughs> my entire life. Oh, he's back. <laughs> we thought you were really upset with uh, him not playing a Zeppelin. Dropping Johnny on for you know fucking fucking up that joke. <laughs> like, don't make so... me fly a fucking Zeppelin, John. I don't know how. The joke is it's a complicated and archaic fucking you know means of conveyance. Jeez. I am um, very upset with myself and the world because I had never heard of this game, but I am looking up this game and seeing screenshots, and I feel like I need to play this game yesterday. I do yeah. remember you drew a picture for me um, involving oh. this game. Mm. David, oh. how quickly we forget. Well, okay. I mean, I think that was probably like... It was a few years ago. Guys, it's, time to, ago, yeah. it's time to start really talking about long-term care for David. He's forgetting the pictures that he drew for Jesse's YouTube series seven or eight years ago. And yeah, I just, uh, I, I feel I want David to get the best care possible. And he's still here. To, oh, it, dang, he wasn't moving. I thought maybe we were having connectivity problems. Um, no, 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 David, it, it's perfectly fine. Everything's fine, David. Um. We're still Seriously, recording during I, that too. I want to play this game. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's really neat. Um, like the Zeppelin is a little slower, but it's got a little bit more firepower, and like the plane is way more maneuverable. But yeah, know. so like, what's the firepower of the Zeppelin? Like, are you just dropping things out of it, or does it have like forward shooting guns? Like, what's, you can you, know? you can shoot forward and behind it, and you also uh, fire bombs that drop onto the ground too while you're shooting. Right, um, and then there's you know upgrades for like spread guns and and extra zeppelins and stuff. Ooh, could use some extra zeppelins. I feel like it's just you know, like this is a '90s you know Sega game. I, I feel like you can't possibly make uh, a zeppelin detailed enough for it to make sense for it to have the kind of firepower that it needs to be in a shmup. That's you know that's my hang up on the zeppelin. Like you know, it's it's a big balloon. Well, where's there's, the where there's are the guns? Zeppelins. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, uh, like, your Zeppelin's kind of small. Um, it's more of a dirigible, though. Um, right. And, uh, but there's bigger ones and with, like, big turrets. Like, they look like battleship airships out of the sky. Um, occasionally you fight, like, a big train. Um, like, there's so much steampunk. It's real cool. Yeah, it looks dope. And it was on Nick Arcade. <laughs> yeah, Nick Arcade's dope. Every now and then it would show you something that you would immediately forget to go rent. Uh, you know, <laughs> they, they really should bring that game back. Every once in a while, yeah. Nick Arcade would show you like a very early prototype of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 uh, right? with all kinds of weird shit that, you know, that... God. I wish Sonic 2 could have been the game they wanted it to be. I wish it could have worked out all the prototype shit that they had to drop at the last minute. And Nick Arcade gave you a brief glimpse into weird games that weren't quite done yet. Huh. I had no idea, Joey. Yeah. yeah. If you watch the so episode of Nick Arcade with Sonic 2, it's like Sonic 2 but with Sonic 1 sprites. Like, it's the very early build of it. 
Well, that's hmm. that's crazy. It's kind of dope. And like the collision's not right. Like I, I'm. It's very like not the final game. Do they make a point like saying, "Hey, this is Sonic 2. It's coming out soon." They, I mean, I don't know if they say it's coming out soon, but they're like, oh, Sonic, like, you're going to be one of the first people to see Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Like, they, okay. they point out that it's an early look. That's what they cool. do make a deal out of That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like, you know, they tried to do a bad arcade port specifically for Nick Arcade. It's just like, guys, this is a mess. <laughs> Can we, oh. you know, fill this in with some Sonic 1 shit or something? We, you know, we promised, <laughs> promised Phil works. Moore that he was going to have this game by the weekend. We really need it. They're going to record soon. <laughs> like, <laughs> Can you make Sonic the Hedgehog 2 by Friday? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's Wednesday. Yes, I know. <laughs> just just go into the Sonic file and change it from Sonic the Hedgehog to Sonic the Hedgehog 2 dot mm-hmm. Sega and that'll easy right. peasy. Done. Yeah. Uh, open up Paint. Uh, change a few of the files. <laughs> just kind of... Uh, um, yeah, no, Jesse, this game looks dope. And yeah, David, I'm sorry to you know step on you for, you know, acting like you don't know about it. But yeah, you, you, it, this seems like you should know about this. This is a steampunk shoot 'em up, man. This is you know all up in your business, right? You need to work on some speed runs with it. I bet you can yeah. beat this game. Because like I a, said, can you I do got a, blimp, a Zeppelin speed run. Wait, I got oh. fast, but that even go. Like, that's what I'm saying. I want to know what the, the speed run record is. You know, an all Zeppelin speed run. <laughs> Wait, did I mishear that, John? Did you say, can you blimp a Zeppelin speedrun? Did you just make blimp into a verb? No, I didn't, John. Oh, that's, that's what I heard. Okay. It's okay, John. Sorry. That's not what I said. <laughs> I would like we'll to go back blimp and... a Zeppelin speedrun. We'll go check the tail and tape. When we all talk over each other, you know, things are lost. But no, I did not use blimp as a verb. Just <laughs> sorry, man. I, I can't even... My brain couldn't process making a joke out of that, John. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was a real Hindenburg situation. Uh huh. Yeah. Too soon, man. Too uh, soon. That's that. Mm hmm. See, that's what you know, has me thinking David's secretly really old. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hindenburg's <laughs> still too soon for him. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, you have a health bar. You know, some shmups, you don't even have a health bar. It's one shot. See, you're dead. okay. So now like, we're talking. Like, this game is way more approachable. Like, I got fairly far in it, and I'm dog shit at these games. I, I think David can beat it. That's my that's my hot take, is I think David can beat Steel Empire. Yeah. Cool. I, I don't I'd like the hot take that. sound loaded up. Sorry, guys. Well, you have to make it. and Make the sound. You do yeah, it. And David, this, uh, so, you know, to get us on systems you can actually play this on, this was ported forward to the Game Boy Advance and then the uh, 3DS. You can download this, uh, like, right now-ish. I know. That's what I'm like. I, <laughs> yeah, I know that. I'm. I'm upset that I'm I didn't now. know that. <laughs> yeah. I'm seriously. I'm very, very floored. Yeah. That I cause... have not played this game. Right. <laughs> Hot take. Oh, cool. Hot take. David's floored. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I like. I love a good Wikipedia article that doesn't get updated for decades. As of 2012, a modern gritty sequel is planned. Uh, by the original Hot B lead game designer Yoshinori Satake for the seventh and possibly eighth generation of consoles. Wow. Good. That sounds yeah. cool. As of 2012, I'm glad we're going to, you know, I, I'd love to get an update on that. Uh, you know, the gritty, you know, like, 
no, actually, just don't do it. <laughs> Let's just all go play this instead and not play the gritty steampunk uh, spiritual successor that was planned, you know, nine fucking years ago. Let's, uh, let's just all go appreciate fucking Steel Empire as it is now. Uh, David, I need a couple of bucks to get on my 3DS eShop and uh, download this game, please. All right. So if you visit patreon.com slash game that tune, you'll find several new exciting features that... Including the option to pay in Nintendo eShop gift cards. So uh, you know, hit us up with that and uh, we, would, uh, we would download this game and play it. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Let's all play this. Let's do a. We'll have a standing streaming appointment. We'll stream this game every night for the next year or so. All four of us at the same time. Until the uh, new uh, Mario Party comes out. Yeah, exactly. But even then, we'll you know, one night Mario Party, one night Steel Empire. I think it's it's only fair. So we'll just no, switch no, no, off. No, no, no. Every night, Mario Party, then Steel Empire. We play both games every single night for a year. Uh, and just see what see how we feel, see what happens. I mean, you know, is is there anything in Steel Empire that one might compare to Mario Party's hootenanny mechanic? Is there anything? I mean, we can make it so we're racing. Whoever beats it first wins. You know. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope like, it doesn't take a year to beat. Is is there anything in the game that's comparable to you know Mario Party 2's hootenanny? It's like, well, the entire game seems to be set in the late 1800s, so everything yeah that's true Perhaps. yeah <laughs> hell yeah what do you i mean what do you think people are doing on that blimp it's not yeah. all just you know shooty shooty fighting yeah. there's a bunch yeah. of fucking you know hoity-toity motherfuckers having a hootenanny on that blimp at all times i bet there's a couple cowboys on that dirigible hell yeah yeah i'm sure why people, wouldn't there be there's people blimping up there i'm sure it ain't happening john <laughs> calculating let's go to the calculating computer <laughs> simply ain't happening Calculating computer activated. Shame. As John's trivia said, a diddling scandal. <laughs> Scoring complete. Class. This game's winner is. Jesse Moore. Hey, cool. Great job, Jesse. Fantastic game. I was going to raise an eyebrow at it, and then I remembered no, wait. It's, uh, it's your time to shine, baby. Is uh, I was running late for the show, and you uploaded the bonus to it. So you know, congratulations, man! Great game tonight. Awesome. Um, you know what a what a show it's been. Just a uh, you know light, fancy, free discussion of balloons and games. And uh, you know, I can't wait to hear Jesse what you've got in mind for a theme for next week's episode. Oh man, how about games with uh, mini games in them? Hmm. I can't imagine what put your brain in minigame mode, Jesse, but I you know, I think it's a great idea. Like like a game that you can play another game inside of it. Mm-hmm. Basically. So. Game within a game. Yep. You're gonna, gonna pimp these games. Yep. Lots of games. Yeah. We heard you like games. Yeah. Right, yeah. I uh I've been quoted once or twice on this show as saying, and I quote, I like games. Um so this is going to be a great game for us the next week. Uh, you know, Johnny, where's uh, the hot take button? Oh, I was yeah. thinking about like a pit my ride style show about game development, where they find people that are developing a game, be like, "Hey, hey, man, who do you like yeah. games?" Wow, this, this indie game is like you know, a little rusted out and looks like shit. What if we uh, 
gave you a team of great guys. <laughs> <laughs> Put some games in your games. <laughs> yeah. They take it to West Coast Customs and have those guys program the game. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Half the man, episode... you can't make all these games Metroidvanias, man. <laughs> yeah. It's what everybody wants. I just imagine, like, you know, good, I don't know, one-third half the episode is just footage of uh, people on computers. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> just we, really tried to get, we really tried to get, you know, some unique level designs, but we couldn't quite pull it off. We did, however, amp the fuck out of the base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, soundtrack's off the charts. Um, yeah, so anyway, games with miniature games inside of them. Fantastic theme, Jesse. I can't wait for that. Um... I identify you know, greatly with those miniature games. Um, so, yeah, tune in next week for that. And thank you, everybody, so much for being here tonight. Thanks to everybody who's watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. Nah, not usually Tuesday nights. Thanks for being here on a special night. We're live on Wednesday nights, twitch.tv slash GameThatTune. Search for us on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you want. We'll be there looking great and making this show. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Our podcast is uh, there at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcast. Just find us, listen, enjoy, uh, you know, follow, rate, blah, blah, blah. Um, thanks to our requester tonight, Johnny. Who's the uh, who's the requester? Wait. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll ask that after I thank the patrons. I got all that order. Uh, thanks to everybody checking out Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We've got uh, mixtapes. We've got GTT Gems. We're going to bring back the movie commentaries very soon. And you're helping us keep the lights on at our 24-7 live stream over at twitch.tv slash Radio, And we super appreciate you guys. Special shout out to the absurd fans over there on Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsettled Zebra, and the last freaking great group of patrons. Uh, now, Johnny, tell us again who made the request tonight. Unsettled Zebra. Unsettled Zebra, Patreon absurd fan, uh, fantastic request. They made their request in our Discord. Hit us up there, or find us. Uh, hit us up in our email, gamethattune at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at gamethattune. You can make your requests all over the place, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at JP Regan Jr. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. And you can find this week's winner, the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore, on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, man. So, Jesse, you've got them. The bonus tunes. I want to know what they are. Um, I've been listening to a lot of wrestling themes lately. And uh, one I really like lately is the Lucha Bros uh, new song with Justin Roberts. So it's the Lucha Bros theme? Yes, Lucha Bros theme. Cool. Okay, nothing to do with balloons or uh, no, nothing to do with or, anything or, or mini games. No. Just, uh, just you know, Lucha Bros wrestling theme. That's right. <laughs> Fuck we- yeah, love it. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> ah shit. Okay, one second. <laughs> <laughs> Se siente lo mejor de
es en el ring y eso es no miente Duro 7 es bien fuerte, es todo pa' mi gente Oponentes caen con uh, uh, todo al frente Rey Lord de lucha, siempre están presentes Representando libertad y todos independientes Pelean con corazón y siempre están bien fuertes Castigos y movidos que siempre están calientes Cero forgetting that August absurdity is right around the corner. We, we gotta start getting pumped up with some wrestling themes, man. I know. It's <laughs> good shit. And, you know, did you say that was with Justin Roberts? I thought that's right. It's, I might it's, have mixed up with the, uh, another guy. Yeah, it's uh, Alvarantes. Alvarantes. Yeah, uh, Abrahantes. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I was like, you know, damn, Justin Roberts rap in Spanish now? No, that's no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> I got it mixed up. Nintendogs is copyright 2005, Nintendo of America Incorporated. Barker Bill's Trick Shooting is copyright 1990, Nintendo of America Incorporated. Mario Party 3 is copyright 2001, Nintendo of America Incorporated. The Legendary Starfy is copyright 2009, Nintendo of America Incorporated. Steel Empire is copyright 1992, Flying Edge. I love Danielle's Danielle upstairs making a cake uh, for her birthday for tomorrow. And um, that's her thing she does every year. She always she tries a new cake recipe out from like the. Okay, I was gonna say you made her make her own her fucking own? cake. No, 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 no. I don't make her make her God, own cake. Johnny, that's, what's sadness? No, no, no. That's something she enjoys doing is trying out a new cake from this like cook cake cookbook. Um, so anyways, yeah, in the middle of me setting all this stuff up, she comes out with, like a bite of cake for me to try out. And I was like, I sat there saying, I was like, I don't want to do. Oh, okay, just give me the cake. Yeah, give me the it. fucking cake. It's delicious. <laughs> okay, back to setting up the show. It's delicious. Now leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> that that was the funniest part of the pre-show. Because <laughs> you're like, hold on, I got this. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that made it to YouTube. Good. I don't know. Maybe I not. So. I think it did though. I don't remember. 